Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Wink. Today, we're going to be talking about the benefits of going into seclusion. That is, taking some time away from your usual everyday day-to-day and just getting rid of your usual routines, that phone, that computer, the people you usually spend time with, just getting away and being with mostly yourself, your thoughts, your own body, nothing else. Now, I had the opportunity to go on about a day and a half seclusion between Christmas and New Year's. I wasn't expecting to take the time off, but the time came up, and probably like many of you coming up to the holidays, maybe you feel this, maybe you didn't, I was feeling very busy, just busyness, busyness, do, 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 and I wasn't really sure what I really wanted to be doing, so I was getting kind of punchy, getting annoyed too easily, things like that, and I knew I I needed some time away, and luckily a a coworker friend had sent me some yoga centers in Northern California. And so I checked them out and found one that was the uh, Ananda Retreat Center outside of Nevada City, California, about an hour and a half outside of Sacramento. And they had what they call little monkalos for a very reasonable price. Includes place to stay, showers that you got to walk to, but very reasonable cost, way out in the middle of nowhere. So I just said, all right, I know what I'm going to do for about a day and a half, two days. Now, I knew I was in for a trip when I turned off the main road onto gravel and started hearing that crunchy gravel underneath my tires and see the trees. And there's almost no sign of civilization till I get to the sign that says Ananda Retreat Center. And I get out of my car and go talk to the woman at the reception. And she's very mellow, very quiet, very sweet. And I'm like, this this is where I need to be. She said, well, your, your monkalo is not quite ready yet. You need to give it about an hour or two. There's a hiking trail. And she had a map, showed me, make sure you don't go left here you want to be careful. You want to make sure you go to the Bald Mountain Peak. So I set out walking. It's a nice, beautiful, sunny, crisp winter day, feeling the uneven terrain under my feet, which was waking me up compared to my usual, always being on pavement, concrete, flat, hard. There's just something to be in on something that that has a little give. Your body has to pay attention to. And I come to a sign that says, this way to Bald Mountain Point. And I go, ah, this seems a little too easy. <laughs> and so I go left and I keep going and I keep going and I'm starting to go down a hill, not up towards the peak, having less of a view, not more of a view. And I realized I probably should have just gone that easy way where the sign was. So I turned around, went back, and then followed the path that the sign suggested. And most of the walk was going through these sparse trees that would go above the head. So I had to watch, make sure no sticks are getting into my eye or any of that. And again, I started to wonder, am I, am I on the right track? Because I'm not seeing anything. This does not look like this is going to lead to a beautiful view. And then 
all of a sudden, I come and there's a few giant stones that I step up to, and I can overlook and have almost a 360-degree view of the surrounding mountains and the valley below, and it's just beautifully sunshiny day, and I was like, oh, this is it. Sometimes there is an easier way, and sometimes you just got to trust that when you're at the point that seems the most difficult, you're just about to break through. And it was just a beautiful, awe-inspiring view. And there was snow in the mountains to the left and snow in the mountains to the right, which confused the shit out of me because I was like, snow should be to the east and east should be one way. And I had no idea where I was, except I knew I was exactly where I needed to be at that moment and that I was about to have some good time being secluded, getting some time with my thoughts and my emotions. And then when I walked back, my little Monkalo was ready. And that thus began my day and a half seclusion, where I had some fantastic time to meditate. I had some great time to do some yoga. I had some great time to do a lot of journaling and really start to understand what was important to me, what didn't matter. Now, I would recommend getting to long-term seclusions for anybody. However, I wouldn't recommend go straight to a day and a half all alone because I have extensive experience in meditating. I've done two week-long meditation retreats. Most often, they're done in extended periods of silence. So my mind is very well trained in being with itself effectively. That's what meditation is. That's what aloneness is. It's being with yourself. And most of us in this American culture, when confronted with ourselves, want to run the fuck away and do anything else, which is why Facebook is so popular, which is why Netflix is so popular, which is why sugar is so popular, which is why alcohol is so popular, because it gets us away from ourselves. But our happiness and our joy lies with ourselves. And it's only by being with ourselves, making friends with ourselves, that we really get to know who we are and can figure out how to best take care of ourselves. So if you've never done extensive amounts of meditation, I would recommend starting small. Starting with perhaps a five-minute seclusion where just you put that phone away and either sit quietly or journal quietly, just five minutes. And try that out for, maybe you got to do that once once a day if possible. But if where you're at is once a week, start out once a week. Then maybe go to two times a week. Whatever it is, it's the consistency that's key. And then I'd absolutely recommend trying to find an in-person meditation instructor. There's lots of places. I first learned to meditate for free through the Shambhala organization. They have centers all over, but there's also lots of other organizations that, because they believe and know that meditation is such a powerful way to improve the spirit, improve people's lives, they give it away because they know it's a gift that they got and they want to give it back. So encourage, look, find meditation instruction. Usually you can find it for free. Now, there's lots of apps out there, lots of online resources, and if that's where you're at, go ahead, do those. 
They're fantastic, great ways to get started. There is just something about, even though it's all about your own inner experience, being able to bounce off that experience with another human being that's been there, that's done that, that's done a lot of study, and can bring in not just their own experience, but the experience of the great masters of meditation from all the millennia previously. Very powerful and very reassuring. The next step, meditating in a group. Very powerful, and I would say it is the biggest accelerator in getting you used to meditating for longer periods of time. If not for the main reason that you do not want to get up because you don't want to be the asshole that ruins everybody else's meditation. I know when I'm meditating all by myself at home, I swear my timer is broken and I stop my meditation session and then I go and look at the timer and see, oh, there's only a minute left. Or I come up with some excuse to do something else and there's no consequent other than just my own lack of peace, right? But when I go and meditate with a group, that peer pressure benefits me, helps me see, oh, I'm just having some thoughts, I'm just having some feelings, and then eventually they dissipate, which is really all meditation is all about. So once you've had the ability to work with your mind, see your mind, then you can look to go do these more extended, more secluded, getting away type of retreats or where you seclude yourself all alone. And I truly recommend it. It's a fantastic way to really get to know yourself in the absence of external stimuli. I know when I came back, I had a renewed freshness, a renewed focus, and that's really one of the things that helped me get the energy to get this podcast going, was that time away from all the distraction. So, what are your thoughts on seclusion, on meditation? Hit me up, Justin Wink, W-E-N-C-K, on Facebook or at justinwink.com. Thank you and good day.